0: He's going to fight me? He's going to fight me? He's going to fight me? Yes, he's going to fight me! Ooh, yes, yes! Yes! He said yes! Ooh, ooh. Come on, baby! I'm Andrew Schweitzer, and you're listening to the Boxing for Free podcast. Been a while since I've done a podcast. Uh, a few Saturdays ago, I was at the Calgary Expo, which is the second largest comic book convention in Canada. Had a blast there that's all i gotta say about that because you don't want to hear about that you want to hear about manny pacquiao versus floyd mayweather the biggest fight in boxing history up to this point that can be made we never thought that we would be here in 2010 we thought that we would be here but it would be taking place in 2010 not in 2015 But here we are, like Mike Tyson and Evander Holyfield the first time. It uh, came much later than originally anticipated, but maybe it can exceed our expectations. We'll see. We'll discuss that later. But first, let's uh, discuss what else is happening in the boxing world. Former, well, I don't know if he is former, current, whatever, because there are so many belts and there are super champions, which I believe he was... uh, Declared at one point. But uh, former 168-pound champion Andre SOG Ward is finally, finally, after almost two years out of the ring, finally going to be returning to the ring against Paul Smith, who is and 35-5 with only 20 knockouts. Uh, It's not a bad record. What I have to wonder is, why is Paul Smith getting this fight? He's lost... uh, his last two bouts, and those were both to Arthur Abraham. Uh, so it has me wondering, you know, is this the best opponent that Andre Ward and his team could have picked? Also, it's not at a uh, at the 168 pound limit; it's uh, actually at 172 pounds. So it makes me wondering if they're testing the waters. For an eventual move up to 175 pounds. Or maybe just because he's been out of uh, the ring for so long. Has Ward packed on the pounds. I don't think that's likely. Ward seems like Bernard Hopkins to be a very disciplined guy. And not the type who would balloon between fights. Like uh, Ricky Hatton would. But uh, that fight is happening June 20th of this year. uh, Once again in uh, Oakland, California. So... uh, Chances are we will see Ward emerge victorious. I think, uh, you know, they're they're trying to uh, not downplay Paul Smith, but I think that this is going to be a showcase for Ward. It, it really should be, actually, because, uh, you know, since the end of 2011, he's only had two fights against Chad Dawson, which really should have been a real stepping stone into him becoming a superstar. But unfortunately, then he took over a year off and he had a a fight with Edwin Edwin Rodriguez, who was undefeated at the time, uh, kind of a one-sided, dirty fight. They both lost points at certain uh, at a certain time in the fight, and hopefully Ward can uh, can kind of get back on track. I don't know what the heck is going on with his career, but he really has to uh, start making a name for himself now. It, it's like, he's known to you know, the box, to the, to the general boxing fan, but he should really be doing more to make a name of himself. I know he didn't set out to become a superstar, but what is the holdup? You know, you should be at a point where you're on the cover of Sports Illustrated, where people outside of your community are talking about you. You were the last American to win a gold medal in boxing at the Olympics, and yet nobody knows who you are. And that's a real tra- uh, real tragedy. Moving on. Okay, this past Saturday was the first time in over seven years that Vladimir Klitschko fought in the United States, and once again, it was at Madison Square Garden in New York City. And I have a feeling it might be another seven years before we see Vladimir Klitschko fighting in America again. Klitschko faced off against Brian Jennings, the undefeated heavyweight contender from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Jennings... You know, he wasn't bad. He just wasn't good enough to compete with Klitschko, unfortunately. Klitschko, you know, got into his usual routine. Jennings, you know, he had some good moments, but just because you're having some good moments, it doesn't mean that you're winning the rounds. It doesn't mean that you're winning the fight either. Uh, I didn't uh, watch this fight live. I had to watch it later. But, uh, yeah, not a lot of people were really uh, excited after this fight, you know, saying, Oh, I can't wait to see Vladimir Klitschko fight again. Unfortunately, you know, Klitschko, very good athlete, very good boxer, but I just don't think he's gonna be a big draw ever in the United States. Unless he's fighting Deontay Wilder. And the big talk is who's next for Klitschko? Is it going to be Wilder or is it going to be Tyson Fury? Uh I think maybe it should be Tyson Fury, to be honest. Tyson Fury is a guy that people love to hate. They would love to see him get knocked out, they would love to see him dominated. And then, it, you know, you've kind of eliminated all the possible contenders, and that only leaves the only man left in the division who holds a title belt. That's Deontay Wilder. So that would be a huge, big-money fight. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, that's the way things are in the division right now, the heavyweight division. Nobody really cares about... Who uh, Klitschko fights next. Everybody wants to know. Is he going to fight Wilder? I think he will fight Wilder eventually. But um, if you can kind of drag it out. make you know Sweeten the pot a little bit. With uh, anticipation. Of course this begs the question. Who should Wilder face next? Uh, really have no idea about that. But either way. I hope that a fight between. Klitschko, Wilder or Fury. Can happen soon. Uh, hopefully that can bring excitement. Back to the division. Moving on. And we're going to move on to what you've all been waiting for—the meat and potatoes of this podcast. To be honest, it's all you've been thinking about and all you've been caring about in boxing since it was announced: Manny Pacquiao versus Floyd Mayweather. We never thought we would get here. You know, by by 2012, you know, end of 2011 or so, we thought it's not going to happen. It's just there's no way that it's going to happen. We all we all wanted it to happen, but we thought no. No way, especially after Pacquiao uh, got knocked out by Marquez in their fourth fight. We thought, no, never, no way. Here we are. And uh, got to be honest, I'm very excited about this fight. I uh, was very excited to learn that I did get the uh, the uh, night uh, booked off of work for this fight because I was worried, oh, wait, did I actually get it confirmed and looked on the schedule this week and it was like, good, I don't have to go To my boss and get down on my knees and beg and plead, can I have the night off? So, uh, before we get into my prediction, uh, Justin and I wanted to do a joint podcast like we did last year for Mayweather versus Maidana the first time. But because of our schedules, they just couldn't match up. So, Justin did a really good blog post on uh, his prediction for this fight. And if you haven't read it, you can go read it right now at BoxingForFree.com. But if you're too lazy or if you're like Floyd Mayweather and you don't know how to read, I will read uh, Justin. <laughs> I'm gonna read Justin's prediction for you. The lead up to the biggest fight in boxing history, financially speaking, had been a long one. Floyd Mayweather made his pro debut in 1996 at the weight of 130 pounds, stopping Roberto Apocada in the second round. Floyd has beaten many quality fighters in that weight, such as Gennaro Hernandez, Angel Manfredi, Diego Corrales, Carlos Hernandez, and Jesus Chavez. As he moved up in weight, he continued beating quality opponents. They included Jose Luis Castillo, Demarcus Corley, Ricky Hatton, Miguel Cotto, and Saúl Álvarez. And while those last two fights took place at 154 pounds, lately Floyd's been fighting in the welterweight division. Manny Pacquiao's start in the pros was most likely at 105 pounds. He was virtually unknown until he began fighting opponents from the U.S. and Mexico, and by that time he was fighting at 122 pounds. It wasn't until he dethroned the great Marco Antonio Barrera at 126 pounds that people really began to take notice. After that, Pacquiao was on a roll, fighting Juan Manuel Marquez and Eric Morales on multiple occasions. He destroyed David Diaz and Ricky Hatton, Manny defeated Miguel Cotto and Joshua Claudi, beat up on brandon rios and then got his revenge on timothy bradley who got a gift decision from pacquiao in their first fight the guy who started at 105 pounds is being up the best at 147. now mayweather and pacquiao will finally fight each other this saturday i have mixed thoughts about who will win when the fight was finally made i thought manny had a good chance of defeating mayweather because of the way these fighters looked in their last couple of fights pacquiao only looked slightly off from his performance from five years ago when this fight was first being discussed. Mayweather, on the other hand, does not look as sharp or athletic as he has in the past, so I was thinking Pacquiao could win a clear decision because of his work rate and aggressiveness. That is, if Las Vegas doesn't have the Floyd Mayweather blinders on. However, my official pick is Mayweather by 11th round TKO. I thought about this way more than I care to admit. I recall Bernard Hopkins looking quite ordinary and simply old in a couple of fights, only to surprise us, later against a top-level opponent, moving like a 20-year-old and dominating. So it's possible Mayweather has simply been off in his last two fights. That's, that. that those were Justin's thoughts. Uh, it's not bad thinking. And I, I agree with him about uh, Bernard Hopkins possibly, you know, using, uh, possibly not looking at his best and then surprising people later on Um, I think that happened in the Cal Zaggy fight. That's a fight I believe that Bernard Hopkins did lose. I thought he lost. I thought that he was going to get knocked out by Kelly Pavlik. And uh, by the second round, it was looking more and more obvious that uh, Pavlik was the one who was getting close to being stopped. But uh, I don't know if I agree 100%. And I'm having a hard time making a decision. I really am. Because let's be honest, the majority of boxing fans, the majority of decent people, you know, the whole majority of the world, even people who aren't familiar with boxing, they want Manny Pacquiao to win. Manny Pacquiao is a good guy. For the longest time, Floyd Mayweather has been the bad guy, and then he's cried like a little girl because people don't appreciate him or something. Watch him in press conferences after the fights. He's always like near tears for some reason but um <clears throat> we want to see pacquiao win we want to say yes you know this is our guy there there's a reason this guy was named fighter of the decade and the reason what that he got that uh nod over floyd was simply because he was more exciting he was more dynamic sorry if i make, if that's going to make floyd cry but um <laughs> i've you know, when this fight was first announced, well, the potential for it at the end of 2009, start of 2010, I thought this is this is going to be an easy fight for Manny Pacquiao. And I'll admit, my boxing knowledge wasn't as uh, uh wasn't at the level it is now. Let's just say. Um, and yeah, I you know I'm a fan of Pacquiao. And uh, looking at this fight now. I'm having a hard time saying that Pacquiao is going to win. And that's why I think that Floyd Mayweather is going to win. Floyd Mayweather doesn't care about looking dynamic. He doesn't care about putting on a good show for the fans. He will say that when he doesn't look as good as people would expect. When his opponent does better than people expected. You'll notice that he said he wanted to put on a good show for the fans after he uh, fought Miguel Cotto and his first fight with uh, Marcos Maidana. He said, oh, I wanted to put on a good fight for the fans. I wanted to make it exciting. That's a lie. Because if he would have done that, or if he wanted to do that, he could have done that in the rematch with Marcos Maidana. He could have done that in the rematch with Saúl, or not the rematch, but his fight with Saúl Alvarez. He doesn't want to look dynamic. He knows that he's already won. He knows that no matter how this fight turns out, He's making close to two hundred million dollars. He could win the most boring decision in boxing history—a fight that will, like, lose so many that, that will make people say, "No, screw boxing. I'm done with it forever." He could win a decision like that, and he's still getting paid. He doesn't care how he wins. He's—I honestly believe that Floyd Mayweather may just. Easily coast to a 12-round boring decision that makes people hate him even more and say, you know, Pacquiao couldn't do anything, but damn it, you know, he was trying. One couldn't, the other wouldn't, the wouldn't being Floyd. But I would love to see Pacquiao win. I've got uh, co-workers uh, from the Philippines, and they love Pacquiao. I think it's a law there, but... um, I don't see it happening. I see Floyd Mayweather winning a a boring decision. I think maybe 117 to 111 or 118 to 110. I want to believe all this stuff that Freddie Roach is saying, but the truth is I don't see any of that happening. I don't see this being like the De La Hoya fight. If it did, then I would be willing to buy every Filipino in the sports bar a drink I might go bankrupt because of that. But uh no, don't see it happening. I see Floyd Mayweather winning yeah. 9 rounds to 3 or 10 rounds to 2. That's how I see it. I hope I'm wrong. I really hope. The whole world wants this to live up and exceed expectations. But you know, I've heard people saying that uh there's a lot of pressure, pressure on Pacquiao because You know, he, Floyd's the undefeated fighter, but I think that there's actually probably more pressure on Floyd, that people are putting more pressure on him, because for years it's been, you know, fight Pacquiao. The commercial was saying the, uh, the, uh, a Foot Locker commercial was he's going to fight me. Pacquiao is saying he's going to fight me, implying that hey, I'm ready to fight. It's just Mayweather who's not ready. There was the hashtag Fight Pacquiao, not Fight Mayweather. It was Fight Pacquiao. The onus has always been on Floyd Mayweather and Bernard Hopkins says, even said that there was more pressure on Floyd. He's an undefeated fighter. This is the biggest fight in history. You don't want to stink out the joint. You really don't. Even Thomas Hearns my all-time favorite fighter said Mayweather has no authority to be Mayweather he has to be defensive but he has to be offensive too people will be offended if he doesn't people will lose their minds and this is a guy who knew how to put on a show Tommy Hearns said before about his fight with Hagler I knew before I got in the ring that I had to put on a show for the people I had to get him or they would say something is wrong with me and he's right but Mayweather doesn't care about that. He honestly doesn't care about the opinion of Thomas Ernst. He doesn't care about anybody's opinion because in his mind, he's the greatest fighter who ever lived. He's been boasting about that for years. And this was when, you know, people were walking out of his fights. I remember during the Baldomir fight, people were walking out before it was done. So he doesn't care. He's going to do whatever it takes to secure the victory and, uh, just get his money it reminded me of something that uh, mary spencer told me a-, a long time ago and i can't remember the fighter we were talking about it was either mayweather or hopkins but she said he's not fighting to entertain he's fighting to win and unfortunately if he does just simply fight to win then he's not going to win Well, he will win the fight, but he won't win the appreciation of the fans. That's all I got to say on this. Again, I hope I'm wrong. I hope that it is an exciting fight, but I just don't see that happening. We hope you enjoyed the latest edition of the Boxing for Free podcast. You can find us online at www.boxingforfree.com. That's boxing, the number four, free.com. Twitter.com slash boxing for free. Be like Arislandi Lara, Robert Guerrero, Berman Stiverne, Millard Zizek, Adonis Stevenson, Glenn Johnson. Wow, that's a lot of famous boxers and hundreds of others. And follow us on Twitter. Go to YouTube.com slash boxing for free and like us on Facebook. Go to Facebook.com slash boxing boxing for free page you can subscribe on itunes podbean and several other podcast directories if you use itunes give us a review and let everyone know that the boxing for free podcast is your source for boxing news and commentary i'm andrew schweitzer thank you for listening